ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. It is Monday, February 24th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Dave Walks, the former Young Thundering Herd quarterback, with me today here at the Union Pub and Grill. And we have a lot to get into. And, of course, you can join us as well. You can call us on the Miller Lite phone lines, 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. As I mentioned, here today at the Union Pub and Grill, Dave. And usually we're telling you about the Monday special, $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots. No, 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 no. I have found something. uh, No, 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 no. I I have been informed today that um, I need to talk about the next level. Well, yeah, this is next level. (laughs) This is good stuff here. Yes. That the Union Pub and Grill has the largest bourbon and whiskey list in the area. Uh Uh-oh. Probably even in the state. Okay. And I I can't read all this because I don't have but an hour. (laughs) So I can't read it all. I knew that was coming, but... But all I'm going to say is that Trust if, me, if you come here today at the Union Pub and Grill, uh, you can look at this very list in my hand. I will even let you look at it over my shoulder. That's how big it is. But uh, uh, the proprietor today, Herb Stanley, here. So you could yeah. get his autograph if you come exactly. here today. Exactly. So, you know, we should have him here on Mondays where you could come down and get his autograph. Exactly. Every Monday, come see Herb, yeah. get his autograph, I see up. us. I pulled up and I saw him walking in with like four boxes over his shoulder. This must be delivery day. Well, of course, he does uh, He does everything here. <laughs> do it all. He, he is your do-it-all proprietor of the yeah. Union Pub and Grill. All right, we're going to have some fun today. You know what? We can be, fu- we can be funny today. We can have fun because okay. Marshall won on Saturday, so we can do that. Yeah. We can get into that, and we're going to hear in a few minutes from Iron Bennett. I talked to him on Saturday after the victory, but let's talk about it. Marshall, they beat ODU 74-66. Of course, that's game one in the four-game group setting. The old bonus round. I mean, I never figured out how pod play is bonus play. Usually bonus is, you know, you're just playing four more games. It's a surprise. I know. It's a surprise. They you're won. Su- that's the main thing. Yeah, they're sixth right now. Right. And so they and need to keep that's as high it. as they can go. Right. That's what they did last year. They should keep that spot. They should be in good shape. Yeah. Of course, they could finish with a better conference record than a couple other teams. Of course, that's going to rub a couple of people wrong. But, unfortunately, you're locked. Once you get into that group play, you're locked. It doesn't matter if you finish stronger. Yeah. That's why I don't like it because Marshall. Can't go higher, can't go lower. No, Marshall could get hot right now and win and win out. And guess what? They're going to be penalized for it because they didn't win fast enough or soon enough. Mm-mm. There's one or two-point losses back uh, a few weeks ago. Going to catch up with them a little bit. But if they do go 4-0, they will head down to uh, – they'll already be in Texas, but they will head over – from San Antonio to Dallas with a little bit of momentum on their side. Although Danny, after the game tonight, talked about momentum and balanced scoring. He really doesn't get into all that. He really does not get into the momentum. How he says, the ne- it's like Doc, the next game. That's he, all. He's more in consistency than momentum. Yeah. yeah. And we hadn't seen consistency in a while from a few players. And we're going to hear from Tavion Kinsey later on. We're going to hear from Jansen Williams later on. Also, Jared West, if we've got time, we'll hear from all of those guys. Yeah. And the thing here is these guys, if they show up, now they're on the court, but if they show up, if, they if, show up, if yeah. their game shows up, Marshall's going to win because you have five guys in double digits. Right. Jansen Williams had a double-double. I didn't even talk to him about that today. Uh, he had 11 defensive rebounds, 14 total points, 13 rebounds total, so 14 on the board. 
He was the one that fouled out. I mean, I'm sorry, yeah, 14 score. Yeah, so he had um, he, he had a foul, a foul, 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 foul. Fouls out. Yeah. 14 points, 13 rebounds. Four of ten from the field, three of seven from the three-point line, and shooter's going to shoot three of five from the free-throw line. Right. That's a good night for him. Yeah. Three-point shot has been, as Danny put it, we need some people to step up and do it. Of late, they've been pretty consistent. They're hitting around 10 a game, 10, 11 a game. That's what they're going to need. 11 of 30. These three and then uh, yeah. when they go to Texas. 11 of 30 they shot yeah. from the three-point line. Um, right. That was pretty good for them, and they need to keep that up. But yesterday um, I was thinking about this. If these guys show up, and Andrew's got some games under his belt now, so if you get double digits from Tavion and Iron and Jansen and Jared, and then Andrew, he starts getting up there a little bit, and then you get back to a point where you bring Darius out, and Darius can get that spark going right. again, and if you can bring Michael out there right. and not lose anything, Michael probably has the best shot of being the sixth man. Right. Now, he didn't have a good game on Saturday. He was one of ten. We kinda ro- he kind of rotates good, bad, good, bad. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but. He'll find it. Yeah. He'll find it because he know, we know he's capable of yeah. it. That's the thing. He's been there. It's just a matter of doing it more often than, than, than a hit and miss deal. Yeah, he's capable of hitting. But Danny will tell him, hey, keep shooting the ball. He gets mad when you pass up a shot, not take a shot. And a couple of times I looked, he looked, and it's like, shoot the ball. Right. Now, la- later this week, I've got some comments from Dan D'Antoni uh, looking ahead to yeah. the game against UAB. We'll hear that later on that's this one, week. That's when they owe them. Remember that night we talked mm-hmm. about UAB? 50 for the game. That's all they scored was 50. It was foul fest on their side. Interesting you mentioned that because uh, we've got Iron Bennett. I caught up with him after the game on Saturday and just talked to him a little bit about just the importance of the fact that Okay, you, you got this game. It's pod play. You got to get all of these. And we talk a little bit about UAB. So here's Iron Bennett just talking about how important this game was and the rest of the games coming up in group play. These these last four games are really important because, I mean, obviously, like we want to finish out the um, finish out the season like with a bang and just go out and finish strong. But these last four games are really important. And coming in, like we knew that. ODU has has good like good defensive team. They rebound and all that. So like we knew like it was gonna be a dog fight and we knew we were gonna have to play hard tonight. So it was very it was very intense and very exciting game out there. It was very fun. What do you think the difference was tonight compared to the first time you met him? It was a close game then, but it felt like this game after a point you locked down and they were trying to play catch up. Yeah. Um I think it was about like at a point like when it was like five or four minutes left and we had we had just no Tavion got an and one. He got that and one down there, made his free throw, and then like after that I just felt like we locked in and we got like stops after stops. Then we got like three stops in a row after that. But yeah, like we just I don't know, I, I think we just turned it on. We was out there, I was hyped, like everybody was just like we gotta go out here and stop these these boys. Five blocks as well. Uh, you were making sure that they didn't uh, have a shot tonight. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, it was – I was just in right right time, right place. That's it. Just doing what I got to do. Let's talk about the fact that not only you were in double-digit scoring, you, know, you got five guys in scoring. Uh, and Andy Taylor's got ten. Tavion's got 14. Jansen was 14. I'm sure he was excited. Jared, of course, gets his with 18. Uh, I mean, you just got to talk about – 
Jansen for a second. I mean, he's been struggling in his own mind to try to break through, and he's been turning it on as of late. Yes, um, Jansen's, Jansen, these last couple of games, him and Mike, I mean, Mike really didn't have a great game today, but still, like, these last, like, four or five games, like, both of them, like, they've been giving us a lot, and we've been needing that. We've been needing those, like, shooters, and we didn't, we've been needing, like, people to hit those shots because, I mean, lately, like, we weren't really shooting good, so... Like, they really been stepping up and, and knocking those shots down, and I applaud them for that, for sure. You get to enjoy this one for maybe a couple of nights, then you got to get right back at it, going to UAB. U UAB, too, like, that's going to be a tough game, and I definitely I definitely want to win that one because, like, I don't know. I just uh, I just ain't like, like the way it went last game. We was down there. We had a game, like a two-hour game delay. Like, we were just sitting around in the hotel. Then we got there, like, the refs, like, just calling against us everything so I'm just I'm ready to go back down there and give that another shot so we can get that W get that win back for sure but that's gonna be a great game too. Is this team you think at a point where it's almost at its best or are you guys still peaking? Honestly I think I think we're still peaking I mean we play we play well tonight but I still think we can play like even better like I know like all these guys I'm always with these guys in the gym and all that and we have like some really good players. We just, it's just us. Like we just gotta lock in, lock down on defense. Just, just try not to make as many as mistakes as we were, and that's it. Like we're only gonna get better and better. I think. Dyron Bennett caught up with him afterwards, and of course, if you uh, stay tuned to the game broadcast after the game, you can hear me right. and sometimes, of course, uh, we'll have interviews like that. So I catch that you on when I'm driving home. I've got you on as. Some of the guys they don't bring in, hey, you got them all. You got them. I've heard it. I hadn't had Jansen in a while, so I had to go well, get him go today. Get him. I had to go get him today. So well, The best part of the interview was when he was talking about UAB. Yeah. I, I was thinking, hey, biggest thing, stay on the floor. <laughs> he got in early foul trouble down there. Of course, everybody did. And, and, and things didn't go well. And they only scored 50 as a team. And I'm just going to home. They, I'm sure they all remember that one well. You know, if Jansen was the one that fouls out and Iron can stay on the court, you know, but Jansen's got to get his points first. Yeah. So if Jansen gets his points and then we can keep Iron on the court and maybe, you know, let Jansen, you know, use up all the fouls, I'll be okay. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, Iron's got five, Jansen's got five, Gordon's got five, Marco's got five. That's a lot of fouls you can give. But the big thing is don't get your first three fouls in the first two minutes of the game. Then, you, then it's pine time. And Danny knows they're not helping me sitting beside me. They're not helping. No, 27 minutes for Iron Bennett. Uh, Tavio and Kenzie was out there. He was a beast. 37 minutes for him. He never and, leaves the floor. And Jared West, 37 minutes as well. Yeah. So they the, hardly leave the floor. These guys are beasts when they're out there. They play almost the entire game except for maybe a breather here or there. So uh, we're going to hear a little bit more from some of the guys today. Uh, we've got Jared West. We're going to hear from him in a few minutes. Also, later on, we'll hear from Jansen Williams, Tavion Kenzie. We've got those guys. Try to get to them. Right. And, of course, your phone calls as well if you want to be a part of the program. We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill, and we're taking your phone calls on the Miller Lite phone lines at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, hold true, great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. we got more on the way. It's The Drive here on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Buckle up. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you. It's ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. 
Thundering Herd get the victory on Saturday. Marshall beats ODU for a second time. Right. Now they got to go on the road and take on UAB and try to get them for the first time. I mean, how crazy is this? ODU <laughs> has to come back to Huntington. Right. They have to go back to UAB. And then Marshall's got to go to UAB. Right. The Florida, USA, when the Florida schools comes here, and then they go to Texas. And you, they're going to stay in Texas. You think Conference USA could have looked at this and said, okay, let's, let's work this out. Okay, ODU, you've already gone to Huntington. Let's send Marshall to you, and then let's send UAB up to Huntington. I don't know if that's going to be the way One to do it. One of the guys the other night said, why don't they have the Texas schools have a home and home? Everybody over here goes down to the four Texas schools, and whoever's close on the other side play it, and that way they go right on to the tournament that last weekend. Um, but not the bonus stupid stuff that they do now. I think that was me. You are talking to me. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Remember? Yeah. Okay. Remember we were all sitting down with the yeah. bleachers on Saturday? You're going like, dude, why don't you just play four Texas schools, a couple of teams close on the right, and then, then let's go play. Instead of going from Huntington to Texas and back, ain't going to happen. No, not going to happen. But uh, I don't think group play is going to stick around much no, longer. I think it's on its last three games, and then, then it's going to be history. The good news is – Marshall so far has um, – They've never lost in pod play. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> they never have. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Marshall's not lost in pod play, and I hope that continues as they take on UAB. But let's rewind back just a little bit. I've got Jared West from earlier this afternoon, and I let off talking to him about the fact that this was an important win. You're trying to stay sixth place. That's right. where the herd's at right now. And you win out, you're going to be in the best spot possible for this playoff coming up, the tournament – tournament is really where Marshall, if they're peaking at yeah. the right moment, can make some things happen. And he came into the post game afterwards and I was joking. I said, dude, you look tired. You know, he's running the show on the offense. And the other end, he always gets the best guy and, he, and he's always hounding him. And he plays 37 minutes. And I mean, he lays it on. And he comes in. He was, I said, how about a glass of water? He just laughed a little bit. He said, I'm just doing my job. I'm just doing my job. 37 minutes. He's yeah. out there with 18 points. Um, here's my conversation yep. earlier in the afternoon with Jared West, and we lead off talking about just how important that win was on Saturday. Yeah, that was a really big win for us. Um, I thought we played hard. I thought we played pretty well. I thought our crowd did a great job for us, and the atmosphere was great. It was a great environment. Um, credit to ODU. You know, they always play hard. We knew it was going to be a tough game. <clears throat> but, um, you know, that was a very important game just because it was the next game. We were at home. Um, we're very familiar with ODU. They're very familiar with us. And um, like you said, you know, that sixth seed is very important. You know, it would be um, very important to get the sixth seed so we don't have to play the same team for the second time in a couple weeks. You know, it's too, like, really close together. So um, getting the sixth seed is very important. I think that uh, it's important for us to get all these games, honestly, because uh, it would give us the best opportunity to get that seed. Let's talk about that game on Saturday. I knew it was going to be close. I'm sure you guys felt it was going to be close as well. But at a certain point, it felt like you just locked them down. They couldn't do anything, and, and you were able just to run away with it. You know, the score could have been even bigger if you guys could have hit a few more shots. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I thought our defense was great, honestly, especially the last, you know, 11, 12 minutes of the game. thought we did a great job of making it hard for them. Um, we contested all their shots. We got some deflections for some turnovers. Our big guys were protected very well. And, um, you know, you're right. If we wouldn't have went scoreless through that uh, period that we went scoreless, I really think we could have opened it up. And um, if we just made a couple more shots to win and out, I thought we took good shots. And, um, you know, I really do think we could have opened it up. But I was just glad that our defense intensity was sustained for that long of a period of time. And um, I really think at the end of the day, that's why you ended up winning the game. Do you think this team is at that point where you're starting to peak, you're starting to jail, not too soon, but just in time for tournament? Yeah, I think um, that was a good start. You know, I think we've won four of our last five. 
And um, hopefully we can just keep it going and maintain the, the momentum and the confidence that we have right now. We just have to continue to build off of what we have and try to hit our stride and um, at the right time, right before conference tournament. You had a great performance, but there were several players in double digits. Iron was in double digits. Andy Taylor got his. Jansen Williams, who has struggled to get his shot, he's still been a contributor, but you know, he's even said himself that he wants to be out there being a contributor to this team, and he was really key in this victory. Yeah, I was very happy for Jansen. You know, he made some threes. He was on the glass really well. Um, they only had him for one block, but I really thought he was rim protecting very well as well. You know, I felt like he was just in the paint, really battling in there, um, protecting the rim, getting defensive rebounds. I thought he was going to the offense glass well, too. Sometimes it just didn't bounce his way. But um, I really thought Jansen was a huge contributor to the game. 14 points, 13 rebounds. You know, we can't really ask more from him, honestly. And I, I thought um, he did a great job. And if he can stay consistent throughout the rest of this year, I think we're going to uh, be a tough out. What do you think it was? Um, what maybe turned the switch on for a few of these guys? Because you got five guys in double digits. I mean, that's a complete team effort. Yeah, honestly, I feel like it's just a different uh, focus and um, really paying attention to detail and understanding that it's the end of the season and we really need to start putting it together. Um, I think that sense of urgency is starting to hit a lot of guys on the team, understanding that we only have three more regular season games and uh, then after that it's winner go home. You know, no, nothing is guaranteed really at this point in the season and I really feel like that uh, sense of urgency has helped a lot of guys out. And um, honestly, I, I really think that we can sustain that, and I feel like a lot of our guys can continue to do that at a high level. So we just got to continue to stay focused. This week, you go back on the road, you got UAB. What do you know about them compared to last time? Um, UAB is really physical. They're strong. Um, they got they play a grimy type of game. Um, you know, it's a different matchup for us because that's not really what we're accustomed to doing. Um, they're similar to ODU in ways, but they're kind of not. At the same time, it's kind of hard to explain. But um, what we do know is they're going to play physical. They're going to play hard. They're strong. Um, they're going to go to the offensive glass hard. And um, we have to match their intensity. You know, they're going to play hard in their gym. And if we don't match their intensity, it's going to be a really tough game. But, um, you know, we just got to watch the film, learn from our mistakes from last time we played them, try to see what we can do differently. And um, I feel like we're a lot better team now than when we played them the first time. So uh, we just got to continue to uh, stay focused and get better. That's Jared West. Talked to him earlier this afternoon at Marshall, and he describes UAB as grimy. <laughs> I heard that. I said, okay, I'll buy that. I don't even know how to visualize play that. Play ugly. I guess yeah, you say play ugly, ugly. Ugly, grimy play here. Yeah. But I don't know how to take the herd's first game against UAB because I don't know if we saw the herd. No, because most of them were sitting beside Dan with foul trouble. I just, the fouls were just, un, you know, and you watch it on, the, and it was just like, really, really, like, yeah, like twenty-three or twenty-four fouls. I don't think um, Marshall ever put them on the bonus in either half. I don't think ever UAB ever, you know, had to worry about getting, you know, being in the situation to shoot the one and one. And they, they were quickly on it, and Marshall was not going to go on the one and one because they didn't, UAB didn't get called. Right, and unlike hockey where you can get the Zamboni player to dress <laughs> and play for you. How about you, that? You, Win the game and everything. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that if you run out of players on your college team. You can't just go get somebody. No, that's – nope, can't do it. But I like to hey, – Jared's a pretty sharp guy. He knows how to He knows how to do it, and I'm sure they'll find a way to grind it out with him. Well, I think what Jared brings is basketball IQ. Yeah. If anything, tenacious defense. He's he, on the on the worst, best guy. Yeah. All the time. Right. All the floor. 
And I used to think, why isn't this guy scoring more? Yeah. Well, it's because he's harassing everyone else on the court. And They're now, not scoring either. Now he's added that to his yeah. repertoire. He's got more opportunity to score. Of course, you know, when you have John Elmore and C.J. Burks on your team, not too many other guys no. are going to get an opportunity to score. No, they're not. John and C.J. took care of it. But the other night, the five guys in double figures, Jeff Jones had the old Dominion coach after the game. Some people asked him, and one of the questions was, what's the difference between Marshall this game and the first game? He said, well, not really that much difference. They're just playing better. It's all about making shots, and tonight they made them. The Jansen Williams, who had, did not make shots when they played the first time, he made them. Mikey Byers steps up and makes them. Andy Taylor's got to show back up sooner or later. And then, you know, Jared, and as Danny said, Tavion and Jared are two horses. We're going to ride them to the to the end. So, they've got it. Keep Bennett on the court. Yep. Taylor shows up. Yep. Jansen finds his shot. I think you got a team that's yeah, going to be hard to deal be, with. As, they, as Jared said, we'll be a tough out. We'll find out how they deal with UAB here in a few days. But when we come back, we're going to hear from Jansen Williams. I wanted to talk to him. All right. I hadn't talked to him in a while. No, I it, see him a lot of times as I'm driving. You see him around the campus heading either to the gym or from the gym, I think. And one of the things they asked him the other night quickly was, like, how did you do that little bit of break Danny gave him before they got back to practice? And he said, good, because I need to do some schoolwork. That was funny. I needed a break for schoolwork. Schoolwork <laughs> is important. Hey, student athlete. Schoolwork is important. Yep. We'll hear from Jansen Williams, and we'll get your phone calls in as well. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. That, the number to call the Miller Lite phone line. I'm Paul Swan with Dave Walsh. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Never miss a moment of The Drive with Paul Swan. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Working on the rest of Spotify. No. Do you have um, your phone here? I'll just install it. I have it turned off. Okay, smart man. That's <laughs> I good. learned from you the first day. Turn the phone off. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> that's a good idea. Here at the Union Pub and Grill, Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you. Uh, Spotify. It's, it's real simple. Download the app. Okay. And then you can search for the show on Spotify. And there it is. Okay. It, there, there it is. All right. Another, a, another app. <laughs> oh, all the apps. I know. If there's an app we're not on, it's either deliberate or I haven't got to it yet. Okay. One of the two. I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure the NHL app's on there, though. Um, on my phone it is. Yes. The NHL app is on my phone. Directly to New York Rangers. What are you doing? Well, <laughs> right now all I know is Chris Kreider's staying for seven years. Okay. That's all I know. And um, they're not changing their goaltenders out anytime soon. There's no, no trading there because no. of a Sunday accident. But the wrong audience. Right. Jansen uh, Williams time. Jansen Williams time. That is correct. Jansen Williams, 4 of 10 on Saturday, 3 of 7 from the three-point right. line, 3 of 5 from the free-throw line. He had two offensive rebounds. Right. Had 11 defensive boards. Yeah. So that's 13. He was a busy man. He was a busy man. Did foul out, but he had 14 points. So 14 points, 13 rebounds, double-double, one assist, one turnover, one block. I think he should have had more. Yeah. He, he was rim-protecting <laughs> all night. They were uh... – Studying those sheets after the game, make sure there were more. Not, but what they blocked? What ten? They blocked eleven. Eleven overall. So yeah, Bennett had five. Right. Jansen was credited with one. Uh-huh. Marco had two. Mm-hmm. Darius had one. Yeah. And Byers had two. They're either first or second in the league in that category. I forget one or the other. They're either on the heels of one of the Florida schools, or they're just maybe twenty behind. But it's just like, how do they block that many shots? Eleven. 
You got that little guy in the corner. Every time one block, there goes the number change. I'll take it. Yep. I'll take it. And I'm sure he'll take what he did the other night. He was in the post game. He was one of the guys they brought in. He was very humble, but you could tell on the inside, he said, like, finally, finally. Now the big thing for him is to do it again. Uh, he'll, he probably told you that. I had a good one. I got to do it again. I can't be hit and miss. And that's sort of where we started out. Yeah. So I talked to him earlier this afternoon, and I left my question here in just to kind of give you an idea of where we were going with this. But here's a guy who I heard an interview he conducted last week, and I had some sound from <laughs> over at the student radio yeah. station that – he just wants to contribute. He's trying to find ways to be a contributor to this team. And so it's starting to come back together. And later this week, we'll hear from Dan D'Antoni. Yeah. And I'll tell you what Dan said, it just in a nutshell, that you know, he's getting out there. He's working harder. He's coming out earlier. And mm -hmm. I think he finally figured out, hey, you know, I don't want to be sitting on the bench. No. I, I don't like sitting on the bench. So Can't contribute from that spot. No, I can't contribute from the bench. So that's where we begin just talking about his performance. And here's my conversation with Jansen Williams earlier this afternoon. I know listening to you last week, you've been out there fighting, wanted to be a contributor to this team. And over these last couple of weeks, it feels like you have found what you've been looking for. You know, you had a great game on Saturday key baskets defense was all over the place it was just an all-around great performance for you yes sir um you know i've been out of the loop a little bit this season and it's really really good to see that you know, shots are falling and that you know I'm, I'm bringing in stats to help the team win how important was that game for you on saturday just to to know you got it you can still hit it because i'm sure it's just difficult out there knowing that you're playing you're giving everything you got sometimes a shot just doesn't go down yeah I mean, it's, at the end of the day, the orange ball's got to go through the orange hoop. And, uh, you know, it's not, it's not fun seeing it not go in, and it's really fun seeing it go in. So, you know, I'm going to do everything I can to, to get that feeling back. Um, I played pretty well at UTEP, and I wanted to bring it back home to Old Dominion. So it's really good to see that. you think also this team gelling just at the right time has kind of helped you individually and as a team? Absolutely. We, uh, we're gelling. We're, we're coming together at the right time. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's no other, there's no other uh, solution than to come together and at this moment um we got to win the re rest of these games and we got to win out um and it's really good to see that our offense is really going and our defense is still unstoppable let's talk about uab coming up uh you can't really enjoy this one too much you got to go out on the road now trying to maintain at least uh that six seed in group play uh, what's what do you know about them what are they doing different or what are they looking like compared to when you last saw them um, they're, they're not really doing any, too much differently. Um, if we play them with the same intensity as we played with the with ODU, um, there's there's it's we're a shoe in. Um, last game we didn't we didn't play to our full potential. Our offense wasn't flowing as well as it did last night, and as well it has been a couple games. So these past couple games. So hopefully, if we can get our offense going like we have been, and we'll 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 get the win and bring it back home. Has this schedule helped? You, know, you got a few days off last week, which was key. You know, you're playing a game on Thursday, then next week you've got Wednesday, Saturday. So you've got some time in between. You're really not grinding, even though you got to go to Texas for the last one. Oh uh, yeah, the Texas. The last one's gonna it's gonna be interesting. Um, but yeah, we're gonna get a couple days off. I mean, it's gonna help everybody out. We've had a long season. Um, everybody doesn't hasn't expected it to go the way it's planned. So I mean, it's it's good to you know, especially us. We're still in school, so. These past couple of days are going to help us, or these next couple of days are going to help us a little bit with the with the school the school uh, end of it. But um, it's going to get us rested and, and fortunately enough, get us ready to play. 
you guys have got a lot of people who are starting to feel it, not just yourself, but Andy Taylor starting to feel it. Iron's been standing out. Of course, Tavion, Jared, Michael, and the list goes on and on. What is it that really brings you guys together at the right time? Because Dan's talked about that, and we talked about you know, gelling at the right time, but what is it that brings you guys together? Is it just finally familiarity? You, you know what you need to do with each other? It, it, it's There's so many reasons that I could give you. Um, I, at the end of the day, I, I feel like it all boils down to how well we are as a team and, you know, on and off the court. Uh, we're I'm best friends with everybody on this team. I love everybody to death. And, you know, that's, you're supposed to say that, but, you know, you can be on a team and have one or two outliers, but, you know, on this team it's it's pretty tough. I got Dejour sitting here trying to make me laugh during this interview, and that's just the that's the basic of it. You know, it's it's I want to do good for him, and I know he wants to do good for me, and it's really good to see that, you know, good things like that to have end up working out on the end. That's Jansen Williams. Um, he got the school working in there. He's got to work. <laughs> There's a couple of days he's got to get the student in there, so he got work, but at the same time, He's finding the pieces when they need to. He'd love to do it the whole year, but this is the time. This is crunch time. Nobody's going to remember him having a dry spell if they go out and win the conference yeah, tournament. Nobody's exactly. going to remember that. Uh, January's forgotten. <laughs> January's forgotten thing. So, he's, he's, uh, he was psyched. Even though he found out, you could see him going off the floor. He was disappointed he found out, but he felt like, as you mentioned, he contributed in a big way. That's number one goal, contributions. And he did. I didn't think his defense was ever off. No. I knew that there was. shot was, but yeah, his defense wasn't. There were times when he was out there and just not contributing offensively, but he was doing little things on defense. And, again, I don't have the cut for you today. I'm saving it, Dave. Okay. Uh, reason to come back. But Dan talked about that today, just the fact that he, he realized, okay, I gotta, if I can't do this, I can I got to play defense. I got to play hard and stay on the court, then I'll get my opportunity to shoot and maybe get out of this shooting slump. So I've got to do this to be able to do that. Right. And that's what Jansen's mm-hmm. done. Yeah, he, he's made some adjustments. And uh, offensive side wasn't going great, but he still made extra effort on the defensive end to contribute with the blocks, the rebounds, guarding, okay. hoping the shots would fall, and uh, they did the other night. Not as many as he wanted, but enough at the right time. Danny's always talking about scoring, but is it scoring at the right time? They did, and they won. Well, they scored at the right time in that game. They shot a, looking at just the percentages here, 24 of 67. That's good enough for 35.8%. But more importantly, what they did defensively, they kept Old Dominion from scoring and a long drought from them. They shot 32.8% in that Mm -hmm. game. Second half, you know how many they shot in the second half? What? Six of 12 uh, from the three-point line. Uh, let's see, six of 12 three-point line first half. Uh, five of 10 three-point line second half. And they were overall in that second half 11 of 33. I'm sorry, 11 of 31. Right. 11 of 31. Yeah, they give them 10, 11 threes a game here on out. They're gonna be, it's going to be tough. And after the postgame, uh, a couple of reporters were asking Danny how important it was, you know, five guys in double figures and stuff. And this is where I, Danny always lays the line. He goes, I really don't care. If one guy scores 80, I don't care as long as we have one. We score one more point than the other team. He recycled that line today and with us. And then he's also talking about, folks, defense determines where we shoot from. Jeff Jones says we decided not to double Iran. So what's he do the first couple baskets? Turns around, lays up the left hand. All of a sudden they start collapsing on him. He kicks out. There goes the three. 
They worked inside out, and it was great. But Danny says, don't worry about the 15, five players in double figures. Defense determines where we shoot from. And the other night, they, uh, they, who shoots, where they shoot from, and it worked. We'll hear from Tavion Kenzie when we continue from the Union Pub and Grill. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Union Pub and Grill. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. And here in a couple minutes, we'll hear from Tavion Kinsey as we've been talking about Marshall's victory over ODU 74-66 Saturday at the Cam Henderson Center. Almost 6,000 on hand. They've had great crowds. 5,916 show up to see the Thundering Herd take on Old Dominion. And they go home happy. You get that loyal base on the lower basin, chairbacks, and you kind of look at the high Dutch Miller zone, and the higher that goes, they're going to break six or seven. They only got one more home game, and it's on a Wednesday, but hopefully they'll get another six in the house and make it tough on the Florida schools when they come in. Wednesday won't be a big issue. They'll have a good crowd once again. I like to see them get to 6,000. There's not going to be really a senior day, or at least for the the basketball team. I mean, there might be senior day for the band, a couple of players uh, on the the pep band, a couple of cheerleaders maybe, equipment people. You know, there will be some seniors there. It just won't be basketball players' senior day. Right. But you're talking about having Tavian on there, and uh, as Danny has said many times, Jared and Tavian are the two horses they ride. They're going to—they're the boys. They're the—you know—we got some boys growing up. They're the two men on the team, and uh, he made a shot. Jared made a shot at the end of the game when they needed it, and they—and they got him over the hump. Tavian with 14 points in that game, five of 12 shooting on Saturday, one of four from the three-point line, hit three of four from the free throw line. He had one rebound, two fouls, four assists. He had one rebound? He had one rebound. That's all? That's it. As high as he jumps? Well, Jansen was getting them all. <laughs> That's true. That was it. Yeah. Jansen was taking all the rebounds on Saturday. Danny says when you're long and athletic, the big guys do it. So He had three turnovers, but he right. also had a steal. So, right. all in all, yeah. Thundering Herd with the victory. They win against Old Dominion. And here's Tavion Kenzie. I was talking to him earlier today. Uh, we talked about how important these games are. You know, when I led up with him, I was talking about maybe – fact that you're kind of like in a mini playoff right. now with uh, this group play and here's uh Tavion Kinsey from earlier everyone is urgent you know throughout the season we we learned that but um from now on everyone is urgent we know that was a big win uh team is a great team uh winning the conference USA tournament last year coming off they won it all last year so for us to uh you know I say sweep them twice this year is it's, it's really been good so I know that's going to give us some momentum going into this week. How big was that win the way you won it? It was a team effort. It felt like everyone had a role. And after a certain point, the last time you played this team, it was pretty close. There was a point where you locked down, and if you hit a few more shots, you run away with this game. Uh, definitely. We, uh, we came in with a different focus. You know, We came in with a focus knowing that we had to um, – really not come close with this team they're a great team we didn't want to come down to the wire again and it you know fall their way instead of our way how it did last time so um us i, I kind of got to like maybe like the, the the five minute mark of the uh second half and i knew like we we were going to win this game and we weren't going to be like close i mean it was we didn't blow them out but at the same time it was like 
I knew we were going to win this game. It was just that feeling in the air, like, you know, everybody was clicking. Guys were hitting shots. You know, it was a team effort. Everybody was seeing the floor. We played great defense at the end. People were blocking shots. Iron didn't get in foul trouble this time. You know, they didn't pick on the big fellas. So I thought um, overall it was a good day, good win. And your shooters were hitting as well, especially Jansen Williams. He was really having a nice day out there. Definitely. Uh, he comes He comes to practice all the time with the – we tell him to shoot the ball. You know, Coach Dan instills confidence in him and, and Michael Byers to shoot the ball. And this time, Jansen Williams stepped up and made some great shots. So um, we 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 really need them to to you know come come apart. You know, I mean come come to play. And uh, Jansen really stepped up really well. You know, I think he fouled out, but like it really didn't even matter. He had a, a great game. So UAB going on the road. What are you seeing about him? What's different than you faced him last time? Uh, I really haven't seen much about them. Uh, I just know it's going to be tough going in there on their house. We really didn't get a lot of calls, but we can't leave it in the refs' hands this time. We got to make sure we go in there. Uh, I think we were I, – I can say for us, I don't really know about them, but for us, I think we're more together now. Uh, you know, guys are stepping up. Guys uh, – younger guys are coming into their roles. Older guys are – it's time to, you know, step up and lead this team as we going into – the tournament time so I, I know we don't want to lose to them again I felt like we could beat them at their house they're a pretty great team pretty good defensive team but uh, I think we're way more together than what we were back then and I think we're just gonna go in and play hard like we always do prepare and be ready that's Tavion Kinsey from earlier this afternoon like, like he said the biggest thing don't get in foul trouble that was their Achilles heel down there the first time but they stay out of foul trouble even if UAB tries to make it ugly, grimy, whatever you want to call it, they can find it. They can do it, and if they hit enough shots, that'll make UAB, as they say, speed the game up. They can't sit there and you know run the shot clock down, shoot, try to keep in the 50s, low 60s. No, if you get off, you hit. UAB cannot play slow anymore. I'll try to also make sure that the same officials aren't Are there. there. <laughs> I check the official list. Who's working this night? Yes. Change a Rand's number or something so they don't call number two all the time. Yeah, jumble the numbers up a little bit. Just see if they remember them last time. Yeah, when Danny talked about it, he said, hey, when he plays freely, he's fine. If he starts tiptoeing, when the calls are made like that and he's tiptoes a little bit, we, we tend to get in trouble. So they're trying to get him to play because of first trips down the floor. He throw it inside. They don't double him. He goes in the pivot, hits that little left-hand hook. Then they kid on him. He kicks it outside. There goes a three. Danny ball. They're doing Danny ball. Inside, outside. Doesn't matter where you shoot from, it's going down. Marshall and UAB coming up. We'll have that game for you this week on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Also on 93.7, the dog is Marshall trying to maintain the sixth spot in group play, pod play, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Bonus play. Bonus play. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, you're either going to be 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th. Yeah, I don't you, think they're going to be the latter. Hopefully no, they stay above. I don't think so either. Looking at the Conference USA scoreboard from Saturday, Middle Tennessee with a, I don't want to even say a mild <laughs> upset, but they beat Southern Miss. So right. they ruined Southern Miss's day 61-53. Yep. Louisiana Tech beats North Texas 73-71. Team to watch in the tournament, and then La Tech goes in and gets them. Credit to them. UAB, Marshall's next opponent, they lose to FAU 65-58. There you are, 60s and 50s. And then UTEP beats Rice. Move along. <laughs> Charlotte beats Charlotte goes to Western and wins. Yeah, Charlotte 72, Western Kentucky 70. Does, does that help? Charlotte's not going to go anywhere raising up, and it doesn't help Western that they lose. So 
I don't know. Well, if you're talking about standings, remember, you got five teams competing for four first-round buys. Right. So you need that. So they, they, right now, they, you know, they're a game up on WKU. Comes to a tiebreaker, they got them. They rest today. You have to play an extra day. That's what you're wanting there. Yeah. In that situation, there's going to be one team that has to play the first day. And then in Conference USA second group, everybody's playing the first that day. That point when everybody's playing in pod three, every, all but two, right? Right. And so with Western Kentucky, right now North Texas, Western Kentucky, Louisiana Tech, and Charlotte, those right. are your top four. They're going to be – as if they played tomorrow in the tournament, they would be sitting. Yeah, FIU would be fifth, and then Marshall would be sitting at six right now. Okay. As far as the – Is that the old 6-11 if you do an old NCAA bracket? 6-10, 6-7, 8, 9, and 10. Okay. So, 1, 2, 3, and 4 sit. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, and 12 play. So, you get 5-12, 6-11. So, hopefully it's somebody they can beat, and then you might run into somebody you know, but – you got to play them sooner or later anyway if you want to get out of Dallas. you got to play them sooner or later. Middle Tennessee is just trying to get into this conversation. <laughs> yes. I don't know if they've got enough. That's the question yeah. right there is can they win enough and everyone else in front of them lose enough to each other? <laughs> I mean, can yeah. they be one of the final, final two? Yeah. Because at pod three, you're, two of you are staying home. Two of you are staying home. I just think you should just invite everybody. I do too. You know, maybe cut the season down a couple of days in the regular season and just invite everybody. Yeah. That's all you need to do. Yeah. And then maybe you can make everyone happy. Right. I don't know what, what the answer yeah. here is, but just bracket this thing here. Have a double buy if you need to right now. But Which they have done. Yeah, Middle Tennessee sitting at 3-12. and 12. If they can win a few more games, all of a sudden, maybe they can leapfrog Southern Miss or Rice or – UTEP can fall one of these things because UTEP, Rice, and Southern Miss are all five and ten. Okay. And Marshall is sitting at eight and seven. Right. Of course, it doesn't matter if they are nine and seven, ten and seven. They're not going to leapfrog anybody <laughs> no. else. They're going to sit right where they're at. But if they could go to nine and seven and beat UAB, then they're going to look pretty good because everybody else, UAB seven and eight, Florida Atlantic seven and eight. Old Dominion seven eight and right. UTSA six and eight. Right. So you're just get a couple more wins. You're going to get that six spot. Yeah, and hopefully you get a good draw. You, you, somebody you can hand, you believe you can handle the first round, and then uh, the above people, one you feel more comfortable with than the other, and then <coughs> see what because as Danny tells you, it's one and done from that point on. You're playing Rice or UTEP. Hmm? Yeah, if you you get the sixth seed, you're going to be playing yeah. Rice or UTEP probably at this to moment. Think you have a chance. That's. In your favor, then after that you get the other four people involved, and we'll see how <laughs> see how it pans out. So the thundering herd in action against UAB. We'll have it for you coming up this week on ESPN ninety four point one FM and AM nine thirty and ninety three seven. Danny, we talked the ball tonight at the uh, up there tonight was what seven to eight. Seven to eight. You'll hear that right here. You will hear him live from Fat Patties. Right. And then. We'll have Danny's comments coming up later on this week as we will get you set for Marshall and UAB. I'm not going to spoil tomorrow's show, but if all my show bookings stay put, tune in. Tune in. 
I think we'll have a fun show tomorrow. Be very wise for you to find the radio dial of those three options and do it, or two options and do it. I can tell you one booking is is Odd Elmore. We're going to talk about the basketball tournament, and you're going, Dave, so you can see the Elam ending in action. (laughs) I have to explain it to you still. Okay. And the other guests, I'll let you know if we confirm that tomorrow. It should be a big one. Yeah. I'll give you a hint. He's been on the show before. Talking so. That could be a lot of that's Exactly. That's a nice open-ended hint. For Dave and Jason <laughs> yeah. back in the studio, I'm Paul. Thanks. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and the Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. West Virginia Metro News, I'm Alex Thompson.